Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the disk dump in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. That'll help me a little bit. Hello and welcome to the Dis Dump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? Today, I am joined by my favorite dollies, the Near Death Dolls. Uh, so that would be Paige and Lisa. How are you guys doing? Hi, Miles. Hello. We're doing great. Fantastic. Thank you guys for coming on. Um, today, we are talking about Amneville Horror 2005. But first, a brief history. Amityville Horror is the 2005 remake of the movie that came out in 1979. This one stars uh, Melissa George, Ryan Reynolds, and Chloe Grace Mortez. She was just a wee little baby in this one, so it's kind of crazy like to recognize her and be like, oh my god. Uh, it's based on a book that was called The Amityville Horror, and it was published in 1977, and it's by Jay Anson. The general plot is that... Ronald DeFeo Jr. shot and killed six members of his family in real life in his house, and uh, supposedly that made it haunted as shit. So then the next family that moved in got it for a real good price because it's haunted as shit, and uh, the demons that live in the house now because it opened a gateway to hell, uh, they are possessing and encouraging Ryan Reynolds' character to run around and kill children and stuff. And uh, so that's the general gist of the plot. Ryan Reynolds doesn't wear a shirt for two-thirds of the movie, and he is freaking chiseled in 2005. So it's uh, we'll see what we think about the movie overall, but it was not as well-received as the versions in the 70s and 80s because they generated a whole bunch of sequels. So let's see what we think about this one. Do you guys remember the first times that you saw this movie? Very clearly. Very okay. Clearly. What were your lives like when you first saw this movie? I was in college first year and I really wanted to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> That's, I mean, I saw it in theaters. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it, I guess. I, I do remember watching it, though. Yeah, I saw it only a couple uh, only a couple years ago because I was actually already married to my husband at that point. So um, I don't know why it took me so long to see it because I would be totally like up my alley of movies. Um, so I saw a little bit later. I got a few more horror movies under my belt by then. But 
uh, I'm kind of with Paige. I really yeah. wanted to like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually just rewatched I'm it a-, uh, a few minutes ago, too. So I'm like, okay, just to have it nice and fresh. Mm-hmm. So, me too. Yeah, I, I watched, watched it. it today. Yeah, that's nice. Three of us. I uh, I re- also really want to like it. I don't think it's as bad as everybody says it is, but it's definitely not good. So, like, <laughs> it's, you know, okay. So, I have a, a, a couple of gripes and a couple things I like about it, but I'm going to take a wild stab. This might be sexist, but the fact that Ryan Reynolds has his shirt off for two-thirds of the movie, does that make it better? Yes. <laughs> no. Honestly, no. it was... <laughs> And I like Ryan Reynolds as an actor, as like a person, like on social media. I like him. I, his abs were just almost grotesquely chiseled for this movie. I'm like, what? No, really? No. <laughs> it, it just, I don't know. It just does not do it for me. I guess I'm more into dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> I can me. tell you today that was the only part I enjoyed. I was like, <laughs> That was only convincing acting was in his abs. Yeah, his abs were very good actors. It's legit like two-thirds of the time that he's on screen, he does not have a shirt on. It's wild. And he's like freshly shaven, but he's still got the stubble coming through. And it's just like, (laughs) I'm just thinking about like the ingrown hairs that come with that. Like that must suck having to shave your abs. Anyway. (laughs) Well, you know, actually what I was thinking, and I mean, I've been ripping this movie apart in my head. For a couple weeks now since I've known we were going to do this but <clears throat> I was thinking about that too that I was like if this were the 70s he wouldn't have shaved they should have left his chest hairy <laughs> full chest Com- push. yeah complaint yeah. number one Authentic- <laughs> authenticity <laughs> agreed you don't see him I with like his shirt off chest. like that mm-hmm. as much anymore so it's like Mm-mm. I don't know I, I feel like Deadpool He's not a, he rather would, he would rather wear the costume, you know, maybe that Mm -hmm. comes with getting older. Yeah. Because in 2005, I think he was in his maybe mid twenties, if I'm not mistaken. So early thirties, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, Because I feel like the movie Waiting came out the same year that this did. So that was like his first like big movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like that, at least as far as I know. Oh yeah, might have been the first one. I don't remember which came out first. Yeah, that those early Ryan Reynolds we try not to think about. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny in Van Wilder. I liked him. Mm-hmm. I liked him in Waiting. I mean, he, he yeah. he's a comedic actor, so the fact that he did something on the serious end was just a little. It's almost hard to watch. Yeah, I, I watched a movie where he was in a, a grave the whole movie. He was like in a coffin. <gasps> And I remember that. Did you guys remember that one? I, I yeah. didn't see it, but I remember it. Like it's, it uh, it's about as great as you can imagine a movie that takes place in a dark box for most of it can be. But <laughs> it's I don't know. When when Ryan Reynolds goes serious, I don't think he's a bad actor, but he definitely is like too damn charming to be a bad guy, which is probably what the problem was with this movie, I think. I can agree with you there. Yeah, I would definitely. agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So you you guys overall didn't like the movie, right? Overall, yes, I did not like the movie. Um, for and I I have I don't know if this is the right time for it, but I do have different reasons why I didn't like the movie this time versus the first time I saw it. No time like the present. Okay, I'll dive in. So <laughs> <laughs> I 
have all, I've also read the Amityville Horror book, and I, I've given it a bit of a read through. I didn't read the whole thing. I kind of flipped through just to refresh my memory on it. Um, I have not seen Josh Brolin version, the first movie that came out. The Josh original. Brolin's in the original? Mm, I think it's James I'm Brolin. James. Sorry. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's okay. okay. That yeah, does sound Josh, wrong. Josh is <laughs> yeah. probably too young for that. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope so. He's kind of immortal, right? But um, <laughs> yeah, Jay, I'm sorry. Not Josh Brolin. James Brolin. I haven't seen that one. I've heard it's better than this one. But yes. um, mm-hmm. there is another movie I've seen, and I recommend it to you to very highly. It's a documentary called My Amityville Horror. Have you seen it? I just read about it uh, earlier when I was looking up trivia for it. It has uh, the son of one of the Lutzes, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They yeah. changed his name for the movie, but in real life, his name was Daniel. Hmm. Okay. Is I, I remember seeing one that was on like the family network or something where it was the actual uh, Ronald DeFeo. Is that his name? The, ba- the mm-hmm. main... Oh murderer guy where he yeah. was talking about it from prison and he was like going through all these conspiracies of why he didn't do it and why he wasn't <laughs> guilty so i don't know if that's the same one but i feel like it's not no this one was more about the lutz family they didn't really talk i don't remember them talking a lot about the defeo murders i would like to see that though that's yeah. good <laughs> um, but this one they do interview daniel lutz he's an adult now as you can imagine he was a kid in the 70s um and reading the book and watching that okay the reason okay the reason i didn't like it the first time i saw it was just because like we've said ryan reynolds is a is a funny actor and him trying to play a scary bad guy i didn't believe it he just kind of seemed like he was out of his depth acting wise mm-hmm. and i mean i don't know they didn't really need to make another amityville horror there are a fuck ton of amityville horror movies <laughs> i looked up all of them today there's too many (laughs) ridiculous ones there's like the exorcism of amityville the poltergeist of amityville it's like okay i get it i get it there's a 3d one too isn't there is there oh god (laughs) it was like amityville amityville 3d and i was like i don't know if i want to watch that (laughs) right (laughs) well after reading the book and watching the daniel lutz interview on my amityville horror um which is free on prime by the way I don't think they should make any movies about Amityville horror because the true story that it's based on, obviously, you know, true story because it's, if you watch the documentary, my Amityville horror, they talk about the dad, George Letts a lot. Mm -hmm. The one that Ryan Reynolds is portraying. He was actually just a piece of shit who was an alcoholic and abusive and, uh, went into rages and would beat the kids and things like that. So him writing a whole book saying that the demons made him do it in this one instance does not excuse him beating his kids no. the rest of the time. Him and his wife split up very shortly after the Amityville horror money dried up. And Daniel Lutz in this documentary talks about how he remembers his stepdad just beating the shit out of him jesus so i personally now think they should just lay off the whole amityville thing it was based on an abusive relationship with a stepdad and it's 
it's like, no, he really was the bad guy. He was the bad guy. He wasn't being possessed to beat up his kids. He was using it as an excuse. Yeah. So that's why I'm mad at it now. Cause I'm like, Ryan Reynolds, come on, dude, do some research before you go rolling into a movie. You know, don't, you don't mm. want to play a guy who actually was just abusive and trying to make him like a good guy. Right. Okay. I mean, yeah, like I, I like Ryan Reynolds. I didn't think he was a terrible actor in this movie, but the script wasn't great. The, the, I don't know, just everything about the CGI was horrific, but like the, the, just, him being like a flip of a switch now he's a huge asshole that was weird like they didn't really build they tried to build it a little bit but for an hour and a half long movie you don't have a lot of time to really get that depth of oh he's a really nice guy now he's not he's mr mean face you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) what'd you think of the movie lisa um i don't remember what I thought of it originally when I saw it a couple years ago, I mean, it was okay. And I did see the original, like, what, 1975 version, and and that was good. Um, okay. This one, I know Paige has the same gripe as me, as, like, when in a horror movie, the family starts out all lovey-dovey. Now, they had a few moments where they're like, oh, kiddo, come here, pal. But then also there was already the animosity between the oldest stepson and George that you could kind of see. You saw, you saw George trying to be a little more buddy-buddy with him, but it didn't really work out that way. But like I said, I know Paige has that kind of beef with movies when, when they try and do that. Um, I thought, okay, so this was the little girl who is uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. She was like, what was her name? Yeah. Hit girl. She's done a ton of things. I mean, she's... She's I a gorgeous gr- woman now. She's grown, but she was an adorable little kid, and I forgot she was in that. And her acting was spot on. Like I loved yeah. her. She yeah. she was very convincing. She wasn't. I didn't find her annoying. The other two boys I found very annoying in this. Like I I know the older boy was supposed to be kind of a, a little brat, and he was. Um, but it was almost painful to watch them just because of who are they, the children they were portraying. They weren't really actually bad actors. <laughs> yeah um the older kid man he took an elbow to the face and he was fine like ryan reynolds can like rip a tree in half he's so chiseled and he's just like pam and the kid is totally fine (laughs) that's funny because apparently he improvised that he wasn't supposed to hit the the boy in the movie and he did and (laughs) he's like i never thought i'd hit a kid but you know ryan uh, ryan reynolds actually said that he did some method acting where he did stay up late at night and really tried to make himself exhausted. Uh, he even separated himself from the kids. Like he didn't get to know the kids very well before filming and during, because he's like, I want to have this divide between us and not this familiarity. And I want to be able to yell at the kids and be kind of mean to him through acting. Uh, so there's all that. Hmm. So, I mean, good for him in a way, but maybe don't hit kids if it's not in the script. <laughs> I don't know if the kid was expecting him. He's like, Hey, Hey actor kid, uh, I'm going to hit you. Just so you know, it's not in the script, but it's it's coming. So I don't know if it was really improvised, but <laughs> I don't think it was in the script. Yeah, that's a so. little cringy. That's a little cringy. Like, okay, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and uh, additionally, on the cringe factor, let's talk about babysitter Lisa. My oh my god! <laughs> she, <laughs> my favorite part of the Lisa. movie. Lisa. Lisa. She, 
She uh, she was my favorite part of the movie for that moment that she smokes weed and then the kid shows up with the popcorn and she's like, you read my mind. I thought that was hilarious. She did it perfectly with her like half hooded eyes like, yeah. But oh my gosh, her sitting on the bed with her tongue sticking out asking a 12 year old if he French kisses. I was like, yeah, uh, this feels weird. And she tells the whole story about the kids being murdered and she's dropping f-bombs in front of the little one and i'm like you're a shitty uh, babysitter i know and that that was kind of to me that was a sign of a bad script because i hate it when they set things up like that it's like this person something bad's gonna happen to this person so we're gonna make sure you don't like them so you're not upset that something bad happens and mm-hmm. i was like as they were I, I didn't remember this part but as they were building up to it like you said like she's saying the f word she's say, asking if they french kiss she's dressed real sexy as a babysitter which she shouldn't be bad naughty lisa i didn't like that i was like come on you don't have to make her that unlikable <laughs> <laughs> yeah she uh she was something like anytime it's like parents like oh hey total stranger watch our children bye and they just roll out like that's true it just didn't feel real and she kind of admits she's like yeah i used to babysit for the kids that were here before and you see the look on the parents face as they're walking out i'm like wouldn't you pull her aside and be like hey fyi our kids don't know someone was murdered here maybe don't mention that i mean right? okay number one <laughs> it is common sense number two she obviously needed to be told <laughs> Right. Like, obviously, she rolls in with her little, I don't even know what kind of top that is, you know, three feet of abs. <laughs> it was like one of those mask things, the, like, sock that dudes pull over their faces and it's just, like, stuck to their face. It wasn't even a shirt. It was not. <laughs> and I really didn't like how they, like, the little boy didn't want the babysitter. And when she walks in, it zooms in on her. And he's like, <gasps> like, his breath is taken away. I'm like, this is so cheesy. Oh my yes. god. That that's real life though. Shit like is that is, that's real life for sure. <laughs> I seem to remember I, things like that happening to me. <laughs> maybe it's different for boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the most realistic part of the movie. Well, it's true. It's true. And isn't that the part where I think Ryan Reynolds later said something like I got upstaged by a kid. Like the kid was funnier. He thought the kid was funnier in the scene than he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree, but. <laughs> so horror movies do this thing where they like in the first five minutes of the movie, they have to give you the layout of the setting so that, you know, when someone runs down a hall where they're going to end up and stuff. And I think this movie kind of executed that pretty well, making it like a showing like, OK, we're going through a house and we're taking a tour and we're going to bring the audience along with us. But. Overall, there really wasn't a need to do that with this movie. Like, you just needed to know where the kitchen was, where the roof was, and where the basement was in the boathouse, and that's it. But we yeah. got to see all the bedrooms and shit. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it felt like they could have trimmed some fat there. I agree. It slowed down the movie in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the very beginning when they're doing the, the house tour with the uh, real estate agent? Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they also wanted to show you that they could fall in love with the house and how maybe from the beginning, uh, George and Kathy Lutz were already kind of torn about it. Like, she's like, we want this. We want this. He's like, we can't afford this. So there's already some divide. And you knew later on there's going to be an issue with money, which there was because she's like, we need to leave. He's like, all our money's here. So uh, mm-hmm. I think maybe they didn't need to take you to the full house, but um, but I, I think it was warranted. And I'm I'm a lover of architecture. 
I want to see a house. <laughs> like I like the yeah. inside, even though it was just a set. I still enjoyed seeing it. It is a gorgeous house. Like if if that's what the real interior of the house looks like, it is very pretty. I don't know what it actually looks like, but there's maps in the book Amityville Horror. They have layout of the house making mm. it very apparent so kind of like in the movie it's like here's what's gonna happen here's the mm. basement here's the you know telling you all this stuff and, and the boathouse and all that shit yeah and like okay so i, I like a, a movie with quite the body count like if i'm watching a horror movie people gotta die and i guess <laughs> okay. they did they did kill children at the beginning of the movie so that's a little rough but then nobody nothing no death no, like very little, like there's nothing to really be afraid of because it felt like the stakes were pretty low the whole time. Like Ryan Reynolds is obviously not going to kill children with an axe on screen. Like, he did worse. He killed a dog. That was terrifying and awful. Yes. True. And I have to say during that scene, his acting was the worst. Like his shouts of astonishment that he actually killed the dog. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, dude, <laughs> like you got to come up with something more convincing because you just sound like you have hiccups. So, <laughs> his O face. That sounds like his O face from the office. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're right. Speaking of O faces, that sex scene, that was pretty good. I was into that. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Melissa George has got it going on. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman. I've, I like her in everything I've ever seen her in. I feel like I saw her in like some svu episodes i think like twice uh but she's she's beautiful and i i enjoy her acting she was in a movie i think it was called the triangle where these people find a ship in the bermuda triangle that's been like abandoned and like somehow it turns out she was the bad guy the whole time like really absurd silly movie but other than that i can i only can think of good movies that i've seen her in so yeah she's pretty good isn't she australian couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I think she's Australian and does an American accent, but I could be thinking of um, numerous other a- actors. Yeah. Anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, if she does, she does an excellent American accent. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. What else have we got to say about this movie? A wood furnace in a huge house like that? That seems like it would suck. Did either of you grow up with houses that have wood furnaces? Nope. It was too hot. Too hot too for hot it. Here. Oh, yeah, Texas. Not even right. a fireplace. <laughs> no, don't even need a fireplace, exactly. We had a cabin when I was a kid that the only heat was, for a little while, we eventually put in heat, but the only heat was a fireplace. That bitch was cold at night. Even if you have, like, a <laughs> roaring fire, you're in a house. Like, sitting in front of the fire is one thing, but, like, whoo. So I can't imagine, I understand why someone with 0% body fat like Ryan Reynolds in this fucking movie would be cold all the time. (laughs) Hubba hubba. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Make them nipples pointy for the audience. (laughs) See, that should have been the murder weapon, his hard nipples. (laughs) He just turns too fast when he's cold, slices somebody up. (laughs) What a way to go. (laughs) Paige is like, Bring it on. That's how I want to yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Ryan. <laughs> so did I miss where the red balloons come from? There was like a red balloon in the little girl's hand when she's in the boathouse. Did they show where she got that and I just missed it? Nope. She just has nope. a red balloon. Yep. I mean, it could have Some been Pennywise like a shit. ghost. Yeah. I was like, it could be just a ghost balloon because she, I, I feel like she got it from 
Jody, Jody the dead girl, but I don't know. Can I say this about Jody? In the book, Jody is a pig demon. Yes, I remember that. Isn't that more interesting? Come I on. like it. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, a pig demon. Okay. They were writing off of what was it? The was it the ring with the girl with the hair in front of her face? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they that had just come out, so they were like, let's make the pig a kid, a little girl mm-hmm. with a bullet hole yeah. that she forced babysitter Lisa's finger into the bullet hole, which I that gave me bleh, cringes. <laughs> <laughs> It looked like he was killing him with shotguns, though, at the beginning, and there wouldn't be one small hole in her forehead <laughs> if she got blasted with a shotgun. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't have a forehead. But yeah. Well, I know. I'm not from Texas. I don't know guns like that. I'm like, I have a shotgun, I but I've never had to do anybody in the head. <laughs> <laughs> How about a dummy? Let's set up a sawdust dummy or something just to see. Nope. That's going to be our movie. first test here on the disc dump. We're going to all get together and we're going to shoot some dummies with some shotguns to see how realistic this movie was. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just hit clays. I don't even hit living animals. So, I mean, I, I own a shotgun, but I've not shot mine either. I have gone shooting shotguns and shot clays, but uh, like I always wanted to shoot a watermelon. It seems so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> messy. <laughs> just messy. don't eat it afterwards. <laughs> I ate a pheasant one that someone shot with a shotgun and I got a BB in my mouth. That was not Ugh. my favorite life experience. Uh, yeah, any <laughs> So uh, this seems like a pretty good place for us to take a brief break. And when we come back, we're going to play a much beloved game before we resume our conversation about the Amityville Horror. We'll be right back. Do your hobbies include comic books, movies, television, and or video games? Are you always behind with the latest news in the world of nerd? Well, look no further than the Oblivion Bar, a nerd culture podcast. Oh, great Scott! Hosted by Chris Hacker and Aaron Knowles, the Oblivion Bar offers a weekly review of all the latest breaking news, in-depth discussions far beyond whether Han shot first, and newsletter section, where you, the listener, send in your questions to be answered live on the show. New episodes every Monday, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. I'm just so, so freaking excited! You can also find us on Twitter, at Oblivion Bar Pod. Come join us at the Oblivion Bar Podcast. Hope to see you there. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Disc Dump Podcast, where we talk about Amityville Horror, the 2005 version where Ryan Reynolds refuses to wear a shirt. Um, Thank you to the Near Death Dolls podcast, Lisa and Paige. I always enjoy talking to you, and uh, we got some good stuff coming up in this episode for you. You can look for me on their podcast, actually. They just released the episode about two weeks ago, if you're listening, where we talk about Hex Hollow, the York, Pennsylvania urban legend. So please check that out. It's a good episode. I got to do something a little bit more research-based, which was a lot of fun, and I'm hoping to get into that a little bit more in the future. Um, I also was on an episode of Four Nerds by Nerds with Josh Holgate, where we did a commentary on Friday the 13th Part Three, so please check that out as well. Uh, it was a big week for podcasting for me, let me tell you. Uh, a few quick announcements: I'm going to be demonetizing this podcast because it'll be 
uh, it's not worth the effort and to get $1 to do an ad read and edit it in and make sure the levels are okay and all that. It's just not worth it. So this podcast will no longer be having advertisements, but we will still be doing promos from other podcasts because I'm trying to support the community. So be sure to support the other podcasts that I uh, advertise on here because they're my friends. And who doesn't like friends? Another announcement is that I am probably going to be missing a week from time to time. Uh, I'm going to officially say I'm going bi-weekly, but I pro- like, there are going to be weeks where I release them back to back. The reason for that is that I am starting the Toast of the Realms podcast, and that is much, 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 much more labor-intensive for creating a podcast. So that is going to be taking the forefront of my uh, my efforts. And this podcast is just for funsies. So uh, I'm okay with releasing this one a little bit more staggered. I hope it doesn't disappoint anybody. I've been getting a lot of support lately from a lot of people. Thank all of you for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Aunt Kelly, what up? She has been a big fan lately. So I've been hearing a lot from her. If you want to engage with me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. You can join the group on Facebook, Disc Dump Podcast Fans, whatever. I'm pretty active on Twitter. Just look for the Disc Dump with a C and you will be able to find me. Okay, audience, let's get back to the show. Okay, so you are all you've played this game with me before. Oh, yeah. So uh, the the general gist is Wish.com is a very not American online shopping company. (laughs) And uh, the descriptions clearly originate in a different language and get transferred into English. And if you're just reading the descriptions, it's super hard to identify what you're looking at, but it's also really hard to identify what you're looking at in general. So what this game is, is I'm going to read each of you descriptions from Wish.com and you have to tell me what it is. And uh, it'll be the best three out of five if we get any right at all. So who wants to go first? (laughs) I'll go first. I'll go first. You'll go first. All right. So this is One Piece Women Waterproof Female Massage Tool Relax Casual Body for Women, $7.65. Holy cannoli. (laughs) Would you like to hear that again? Yes, please. This is One Piece's Women Waterproof Female Massage Tool Relax Casual Body for Women, $7.65. I mean, all I can think of is a, a very nice personal massager for your... Your nibbly bits. <laughs> it, uh, even that amount of specificity that you just threw in there is exactly what this is. So if you open Best Wishes 1, why don't you describe to the audience what you are looking at? Holy hell. <laughs> oh my god. It's so <laughs> pink and weird. All right. What we're looking at is like the handle of a vibrator, uh, but the other half of it is like a pink uh good okay the very tip is like a tongue but the rest is all like wrinkly i don't know even what that's supposed to be like what is that supposed to be i that looks like some cut of chicken or something i don't know (laughs) i mean the tongue looks pleasant but 
Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I wasn't sure how you were going to react to this because I thought there was a chance that you'd be like, yeah, this is standard. Like, you've never seen this before, Miles. So ne- I'm glad it wasn't. <laughs> look, we have our Patreon show, Dolls After Dark, where we do look at adult toys and talk about them. I've not seen this one. So uh, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> you got I me blushing. Like- <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this is a, a hard open, but it, it, it softens up in the middle, I promise. Oh, anyway, we're talking about something That's different. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> yep, there it is. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you a point on that one. Uh, Paige. Mm-hmm. So this one's a softball, Alrighty. So, but it's weird. It's weird. All right, so this one is ultrasound of a 20-week pregnancy poster print by VWPix slash Stock Trek Images. And uh, there's a review that says, great except one package, and the price is $13. WTF? I don't understand. <laughs> so it's an ultrasound of a pregnant lady. So it's basically somebody else's ultrasound that you're going to put up on your wall. That is exactly what it is. If you look what? at best wishes number two, you have to see it to believe it. <laughs> Why would Why? you do this? It's like somebody else's baby. The only circumstance I can think of that you would need this is if you owned a doctor's office and you needed art for the walls. But if you look at babies, I feel like you'd have quite a bit of footage so you wouldn't need to buy it on wish.com, right? I would think so i mean what else would you need unless you were trying to pretend you were pregnant and you wanted like proof. a poster size though oh, like you take a whole poster and be like look at our <laughs> ultrasound <laughs> it's real <laughs> this isn't a fake baby in my belly <laughs> like who is this marketed for anyway so yeah that was uh that's best wishes number two hey why was that more expensive than my tongue vibrator thing that is a good question because everything's weird in China is the only maybe it's I someone bet. like every poster they make has to be a different woman's ultrasound so it's expensive I don't know maybe you know what I I must say maybe it's a shipping thing because it's so big and the tongue thing's probably like this big but I will say I have bought a vibrator off of wish in fact I bought two vibrators off of wish Whoa. just to see if they would even work one of them was a lipstick one like you take the cap off it looks like a fake plastic Mm -hmm. lipstick but it's supposed to vibrate it didn't work two dollars i mean i couldn't be that mad at it and then the other one i bought also didn't work and it was just a normal vibrator so (laughs) i would imagine that it's cheaper because they know it doesn't work i don't know bold woman buying dildos on wish.com holy moses like i'm afraid to buy like socks on (laughs) (laughs) wish.com i'm a fiend i buy i've bought I just yesterday bought a bunch of stuff off of Wish.com. <laughs> I've been on a f- Wish.com frenzy lately. I just got some shorts. I bought them, but they haven't gotten here yet. It's just Nicolas Cage's face 150,000 times on the shorts. I'm so excited to get these. <laughs> and I got, like, awesome. I got like matching pillow covers for like our, our living room pillows. I'm pretty excited about this. <laughs> I got to see this. You got to post it on Twitter afterwards or something. Mm-hmm. For, sure. for sure. In the six months it takes for shit to get here from Wish, it will happen. Good point. Um, okay. So, Lisa, this one is tran- transparent latex hood with nose hole back zip latex mask, $18. Oh, shit. I got one of those. It's like one of those... Uh... <laughs> like a, a kink, le- like fake latex mask that zips up in the back for you know your fun adult play 
Yep, that's exactly what it is. But look at how appetizing these pictures make it look. It looks like a used condom. <laughs> oh my this one, god! It it's definitely like looks like whatever this picture is. It definitely looks like that. Normally, it looks nothing like it, but this one is for sure the exact product. Even the zipper doesn't look appealing. I mean, not like a zipper should be sexy, but like <laughs> it's like they put a zipper on a condom. Yeah, it looks awful. <laughs> There's looks no model with it. Not that I necessarily want someone to wear it for the picture, but it's I kind of do. Floppy. Last time we played this, there were some great, some great pictures. <laughs> there were some good models. <laughs> I mean, they could have put this on a mannequin head for all I care, but I'd like to see it not look like a condom. For $18, too? Goodness gracious, they're crazy. It looks like the plastic they make waterbeds out of. (laughs) (laughs) Cycle condoms, got it. Mm, (laughs) Yummy. Okay, Um, Paige, so yours... Oh, this one's a doozy. Uh, Yours is PVC Adult Baby Bikini Peanuts New Hashtag ST-9, $5. Five dollars. Okay, wow. Uh, can you repeat that, please? It is PVC adult baby bikini peanuts new hashtag st nine five dollars. What's a peanuts? I think it's a misspelling, but I can't I be sure. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a baby costume for an adult. Pretty close. Pretty close. Okay. If you open Best Wishes 4, why don't you explain to the audience what you're seeing? I got two pictures on there for you. Holy cannoli. Okay. <laughs> well, it looks like a hairnet with two holes in it for your legs instead of one for your head. <laughs> it's clear plastic with wide elastic around the, the body bits. <laughs> so, like... And they're completely, th- completely see-through. <laughs> It reminds me of the bags you put produce in at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like. I, I think it's, it looks exactly like the hairnets I have for dying hair. But it goes over your balls. So yeah. your peanuts. Yeah. Your peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> your peanuts. <laughs> what was the baby part? <laughs> I don't know where the baby comes from. It's very strange. Peanuts. But David says, "Very nice. Love the feel of them." Uh, and he's from the UK, so let's uh, let's shame David for that one. Um, <laughs> they might feel good. I don't know. I've never tried one. <laughs> yeah, I've never tried one either, but I have a feeling it ain't great. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this one's anyone's game. Uh, shout it out if you know it. This one is One Piece's Men Training Tool Thickening Growth Increase Big for Men Healthcare, $4.92. Mm, I'm going with penis pump. Penis enlargement. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Uh, well, if you open Best Wishes Finale, you'll see how wrong you both are. <gasps> we are wrong. Oh, my God. Doesn't that look extremely unpleasant? I don't have the same bits that you guys have, but it looks horrible to me. Mm-hmm. It does Wait. not look fun. I can't even make heads or tails of this. What is it? Huh? The, the balloon, the wall, and so what this is it? is uh, the only reason I know what these are is because of Wish.com. Uh, <laughs> they sell a lot of these things. So what it is is if a man is lacking in the pants zone, he will slip that on. They call it a reusable condom, but it adds to his length and girth for the female experience. However, Uh-oh. this one has spikes on it, and I don't understand who those spikes are for. They're ripped for her pleasure. 
<laughs> Pokey. Or torture. Pokey. I don't know. They look very spiky, but if they're made of whatever that material is that I guess, you know, dildos are made of. Uh, like I mean, silicone, maybe. Yeah. I mean, they. Did someone blow in it? Is that center picture someone blowing yeah. in it? Okay. It looks well, inflatable. I mean, they can inflate it. Ugh. <laughs> put their mouth on it. <laughs> okay. So it looks like there's a vibrator in the tip. Uh, does the tip have an extra ball on it? So it looks appears. like it. Yeah. It looks like it. Oh, I yeah. I thought this I was, was weirded out by that tongue one at the beginning. This this one takes <laughs> the cake. This one, yeah, it's it's scary. <laughs> it's, it's a closer, that's for sure. But that lady in the the unfocused picture at the top looks like she's ready for it. She's like, "Hi, big boy," or I guess, "small boy" with a big yeah. toy. But five centimeters is not a lot at all that's a very small uh let's see here five centimeters to inches uh that would be 1.97 inches that's it it must stretch to go on or something it has to yeah the one picture looks like they're stretching it and it kind of makes me want to puke looking at it um i like how they x out the balls and the head not not the last head but the, the, the real <laughs> yeah, they, real. that's like a thing in Japanese porn is they have to like put those little like Ghostbusters mm-hmm. no signs over dickheads and balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, ladies, thank you for playing best wishes with me. It's always awkward and fun. Uh, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we learned so much about the, the toy industry. <laughs> and each other. <laughs> And each other. Yeah, for the audience, I feel like we're in the twilight years of this bit. I know everybody loves it, but how many times can you be like, it's a horrific dildo? Or <laughs> like, look at these see-through <laughs> pants. Like, but, but there's only so many times that that's a good punchline. So, but thank you for playing with me. It was fun. Hopefully it's not the last time we play, but it very well could be. So sorry, audience. Anyway, so we watched a terrible movie for today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Both read the book. Is that what I'm understanding? No, Paige read it. I did not. I've read bits and pieces like online. Okay. I didn't, I I probably sound super ignorant, but I didn't even know it was a book. I just thought it was based on like a 70s movie and like real events. I mean, that's the thing about it is that the book has so much more going. You remember you said something about how it's kind of a dull book or not a dull movie, but you said like there's not a huge kill count and you know, just not, Mm -hmm. not much going on. There's a lot of buildup and then kind of just a guy goes crazy <laughs> right. but um in the book there's so much stuff going on like they hear they they hear a marching band go through their house really early on in the book and then there's that pig demon i talked about there's um a demon's face in the fireplace i don't think they did that one in the movie hmm. and well, in the book but just one more thing that i did want to mention for the episode today I remember thinking in the movie theater when this movie came out at the end when they did this whole explanation bit where it was under the house and there was this prison thing where he's that all this the the blood was going down the middle all that kind of stuff that's a spoiler alert I guess that's the end of the movie but that's <laughs> yeah, all good um I thought that was kind of hokey when I first saw it I hadn't read the book at that point it's still yeah. kind of hokey I'm not going to say it's not hokey but it's actually in the book. Like they got that from the book. Not necessarily that it was under the house because that part's not true. But there was a guy. Oh, I, I should have wrote down the name. The name they mentioned in the movie for the guy. 
Ketchum, oh, Ketchum. Like Jonathan Ke- Ketchum or something. John- something yeah. Ketchum. Ash Ketchum. Ash Ketchum. Ketchum. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's not right. That's that's Pokemon. <laughs> that's not right. That is not right. <laughs> but but he, he was, was like torturing Native Americans in the basement in the movie, but that's different. Well, mm-hmm. in real life, he was probably still massacring Native Americans, but not necessarily where that that house didn't exist quite yet. But like that was going on. The Native Americans really did avoid that area because of demons or, you know, what they would call maybe translated into demons. Um, and in the book, it wasn't a whole hallway. Remember, there was like a door he kept staring at and trying to get into. It wasn't like a whole fucking hallway. It was one tiny little corner room in the basement that was painted entirely red and it freaked them out when they found it, which I mean, you know, that is kind of freaky. They just expanded upon that in the movie, literally (laughs) turned it Mm -hmm. into a big old hallway. So anyway, that very nitpicky of me, but yeah, they did take that from the book. Books are always better. Always hundred percent of the time. But so like this is Ed and the rain, the like, Ed and Lorraine Warren are famous because of the Amityville horror. Like they went there and they tried to expunge it. And the fact that they weren't in this version of the movie, I thought was really weird considering they like are a huge deal in the horror community. So I thought that was a little weird. And then now I'm thinking like, are they going to make a conjuring Amityville? I feel like they're totally going to do that shit. Well, they are coming out with a new conjuring movie. I just saw, um, the devil made me do it i think <clears throat> but i don't Something think it's based like on this case but mm-hmm. who knows they may and i'm not sure at what point Paige, do you know when the warrens came in to do they this came in um they came in at the end so after the Lutzes, i believe this wasn't necessary i'm trying to remember if this, i didn't actually go and read the whole book this time i've read it before but i don't think they mentioned the Lutzes too much in the book, but they showed up at the very end after the Lutz had already moved out. The Warrens went in there with like a TV crew and stayed the night and did a seance or something. Hmm. And that was kind of it. They're not really that big of a part in it, but that is what launched them into fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the original movie, they just stand outside for 90% of it. But like they they show up at the end and they just stand outside and they're like, boy, that house is evil. And that <laughs> apparently like at the very end, she like goes in the basement. And she's like, this is hell. And that's their role in the movie. But that's kind like, of the truth. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of more the truth of what they would actually do than how the conjuring's making them into like superheroes. It's like, no, yeah, they just showed up at the end. Yeah, it's kind of mm. what they did. <laughs> Man, I was raised with the Warrens. When I was a kid, we watched all the shows, all of them, and the Warrens would pop up in every weird ghost reenactment show there was. Didn't matter what it was, we saw Lorraine Warren in all of them at some point or another. Were you guys raised with that kind of culture at all? Not raised, but I did it myself. I loved that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I was introduced to them a lot later. Um, Lorraine with her Victorian collars and uh, <laughs> and her hair. Yeah, she was in the wrong time. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I liked her. I didn't see a lot of Ed because I know he died a lot longer ago than she did. She only recently died. Mm-hmm. Um. But, I mean, I don't know. I've always been kind of skeptical of people like her. I mean, I, I want to believe, but I mm-hmm. just – I always feel like they're exploiting things, and uh, I don't always trust that. But 
that's what I've heard about them is that they're more exploiters. And they come yeah. in at the end. It's not like they come in and help like right away or do very much, if anything, maybe. Mm-mm. I watched like a thing on the last time Lorraine Warren was on camera. There was like a camera crew was coming through her house and she had like a bunch of pet chickens just running around in her house. And I was like, the fact that people really hold this lady in high esteem when she's clearly got at least one screw loose. Like, this is so strange to me. I mean, chickens smell terrible. So to have a whole bunch of them running around in your house is some in looty tune house. shit. That's a yeah. bad idea. We have chickens in the backyard. We don't. They should not come into anybody's house without a diaper on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, so the name of this show is The Disc Dump. Uh, the reason it is called this is because I have all this physical media. I have so many DVDs and video games and music. Like I'm so I'm literally, as I look around this room, surrounded by discs. Um, so I need to get rid of some of this stuff. What do you think? Should I keep the Amityville Horror starring Ryan Reynolds or should I dump it? Dump that shit. A big steamy dump. A big steamy dump. Yes. Uh, I want to like it so bad. I really do. It's just not good. But like, I can't, I still can't put my finger on exactly what makes it not good. It's just not good. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds didn't really deliver as a dramatic actor, but what else made it bad? There's gotta be something, right? It just was bad. It was hokey, I think. There was a lot of hokey bits, like the end with, like I said, with the big fucking hallway and the big explanation of why everything is evil. That was kind of hokey. The very last scene where it shows the little girl that's dead, Jody, standing like in the foyer, and then these hands just reach up through the ground and yank her down. I'm like, really? One last jump scare? You got to do that? Is it necessary? Right. Like we just went through this bullshit. <laughs> like why wasn't that through everything? Why didn't you just do right. all of that? <laughs> would have made a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> it really would yeah. have been a better movie if they made that more of a character and really explored the like dynamics of the relationship. That would have made a good movie or a better movie at least. But yeah. whew, that the end 30 seconds of the movie is so bad. <laughs> it's so much CGI and it's just like, it's like oh, <laughs> It, like it really felt embarrassing to watch, which is not something you want to look for in your blockbuster movies. <laughs> no, yeah, there was a lot of embarrassing things that I was like, "Oh God, I don't want to see that." But mm-hmm. that's so embarrassing. Turn it off. <laughs> so if you have a shit ton of movies and you want to get rid of some, this definitely can clear up some space in your shelf. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think we're on the same page. I got it from Blockbuster. Like when Blockbuster was going out of business, I was like, it's $3 and I really want to like it. <laughs> so I bought it like a dummy. So I, I think it's time to let go and be like, sorry, remnants of Blockbuster's past. <laughs> this has got to go. You gave it the good college try. You've seen it. You paid mm-hmm. for it. Now you can say goodbye. Yep, mm-hmm. I watched it with a critical eye. That's kind of the name of the game is watch something to really think if it's good or not. All right, it's not good. So this one's going out the window. So yeah, that said, anything that I've said I wanted to dump in this show, if anyone's interested, hit me up. It turns out you can't give this shit away. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I have just so much shit. My sister just dumped all her discs on me because I do this podcast. And I'm like, wait, no, this is the opposite of what I wanted to happen. I, I was just going to say, you're like, I don't do this podcast to get movies. I'm trying to get rid of movies. <laughs> yeah, like she gave me the entire Nickelback discography. What the fuck am I going to do with that? <laughs> I didn't know they had a discography. <laughs> There's like eight CDs sitting here that all say Nickelback on them. And it just makes me so uh, sad. Who let them do that? <laughs> why did you let that in your house <laughs> I, it just came with a bag of stuff she's like there's some stuff in there that you'll want she lied she lied she lied <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's talk about your show for a little bit um i freaking love your show everyone who's like what show do you, do you think i would like i'm like then you're death dolls every time like your show is so good i find you so entertaining you guys do a lot of research and I think you're hilarious and I'm just like super, I feel like we're friends, even though this is the second time we've actually spoken to each other. So I really love your show. I think the audience should definitely check it out. Uh, how do they get a hold of you or find you if they want to do that? Neardeathdolls.com. It takes us to, takes you to our link tree, which is all, all the places you can find our podcast to listen to, as well as our social medias. Yep. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. I want to say thank you to the band The Jazz June for the use of the song Viva La Speed Metal off of the album The Medicine. It is some fun rock and roll music. Uh, it's very sad. It's gotten me through some hard times. I really, really enjoy it. I think you will too. And I am like my first draft pick for a theme song for this podcast was that and i reached out to them and when they got back to me they were like yeah absolutely totally nice dudes it's fantastic check it out the album is the medicine by the band the jazz tune also want to say thank you to the fat rat for the use of the song unity which brings us in and out of the ad spots also uh, represents a period of my life really love that guy never really spoke to him and talked to his pr team because he's a huge name so i appreciate him letting me use that song as well um, if you want to get a hold of me, it's Distump Pod everywhere, pretty much. You can find me at the Distump on Twitter, whatever. If you type in the Distump, I am pretty much the only guy you're going to see. Mm -hmm. And it's Disc with a C, if you didn't know that, even though you clicked on this episode. Alrighty, ladies, what do you want to recommend to the audience? Um, okay, so I have been watching a show on Netflix. Um, I think it's originally BBC, but it's called The Last Kingdom. And I've scrolled by it a million times and never thought to watch it. A coworker told me to watch it. Um, my husband's like, yeah, let's watch it. And basically it's like pre-England England, back when there were different kingdoms, like all split up. And there's a fictional character who was uh, born a Saxon, raised by Danes, who are the enemies. And then he goes and basically tries to pick a side. And he really can't. He has to ride the line. Uh, it's so entertaining. It's... I don't want to call it like a B Game of Thrones. Uh, it kind of starts that way. If you're, if you're a big fan of like Game of Thrones, um, it kind of feels that way starting off. But as you get into the story more and more, it's it's so good. Like I'm really mm -hmm. loving it. There's a historical factor to it. I love seeing like the, the King of Wessex and all these different areas. It's so neat. And if I can say one cool thing about it is every time they change from a different kingdom, it shows the old name. And then it kind of morphs into what it's called now. So you're like, oh, I know that area. Not me personally. I've never mm -hmm. been there. But like, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's kind of neat. So that would be my recommendation on Netflix, The Last Kingdom. I like that show. I made it yeah. through the first like two seasons when I was sick. And one day <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to watch 
this whole show and uh it was really good i haven't watched right. it since now that i think about it because it kind of reminds me of being <clears throat> sick but oh. that was i really enjoyed it though I, it's a good show i'm definitely going to get back into it the last kingdom right on what do you want to recommend Paige? i have a question about the last kingdom i've heard it's a better version of vikings or it's like a, a show like vikings but better it is, and I started Vikings. I think we got two seasons in, and there was something that happened in it that both me and my husband were like, that's fucking stupid. So we didn't watch it anymore, and we started Last Kingdom. We're like, this is far better. Oh, So yes, mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> I'm glad to know that that is the case. Okay. Yeah. I will give it a shot. I've been meaning to. I would like to watch that show. Um, I have a recommendation as well. Uh, last night, I, I am dog sitting this weekend. I'm at home right now, but I'm about to go back to their house and sleep with some dogs. They're lovely. But um, he has <laughs> more movies than I do. A lot more movies. So I was like flipping through last night and I saw Neighbors 2 with Seth Rogen and um, Zac Efron. Mm -hmm. I liked the first one. I remember thinking it was funny. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch it. And I clicked on it. It was fucking hilarious. I laughed more than I did in the first one. And guess who's in it? The little girl all grown up. What's her face? Blondie face. Uh, Chloe. Oh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The one she's from Amityville. It? Yeah. Aww, how cute. She's like one of the main characters and she's amazing. She's very mm -hmm. funny. And um, what's her? Uh, the, the girl. She was in. Oh, oh Lisa. Lisa. Okay. She was Lisa in um, sh uh, What We Do in the Shadows. She got. She was a college student, and Nadia was like, "Here, let me help you and bit her and oh, turn her into a yeah. vampire." Oh, her! I know her first name is Beanie. Oh, is it? Was, it's a very weird name, <laughs> but her name is Beanie something in real life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's the little sister to. Is she a little sister to somebody famous? I could be mixing up people. Anyway, I never don't mind. Think so. She's in it too. It's a. It's like a sorority, and there's a. So there's a bunch of young girls in it, but they're all very funny. I thought it was funnier than the first one, so I do recommend to go watch Neighbors too. Since I haven't heard anybody talk about it since it came out, I feel like it kind of went under the radar. I would say, give it a shot. And that I was like that movie too. <laughs> Beanie Feldstein, and she is the younger sister of Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Okay, oh, right. really? I was like, I didn't know I'm that. I had no clue. I just looked her up real quick. Wow. Awesome. Thank you for looking that up. So yeah, that's what I would say. Watch Neighbors Two, and if you want to get a hold of Near Death Dolls, we're at Near Death Dolls at like basically everywhere. Just type in Near Death Dolls, or you can email us at neardeathdolls at gmail .com. Thank you, ladies, so much for doing this with me. It was so much fun. Thank you for having us. We love this. I was so excited when you asked us back. I was like, yes. Yeah. Anytime. Yes. Open invitation. <laughs> it's funny. Last time we were like, you have to keep this movie. Silence yeah. of the Lambs is the best movie ever. And this time we're like, fucking throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, audience, until next week, toodles. <laughs>